find that the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, the hearing and understanding of those present would be acceptable in your sight now and forevermore. Amen. Well, if you have been with us through the Advent season, we've been spending some time talking about the uh, words associated with Advent and Christmas that maybe we maybe meant something other than what we thought they meant. And I kind of wanted to continue that tonight as well. Although for Christmas itself, we don't have really a specific word like that. I mean, as we go through Advent, each of the weeks are, are meant to uh, are meant for us to ponder certain things. We, uh, what did we start with? Hope. We started with hope, uh, peace, joy, and love. And there, there's, there's not really something like that that goes along with Christmas as such, but I figured, well, let's, let's take a look at the word Mary because we all go around wishing one another a Merry Christmas, but do we know what Mary means? I think a lot of times we assume it means happy because we certainly, every, every holiday that we have, we, we're wishing people a happy one of those, don't we? Happy birthday, happy new year, happy Easter, happy Thanksgiving. But we wish one another a merry Christmas. Is, is that extra happy? Is that like an extra, like, super happy? Because we talk about the idea sometimes of, of making merry, which we assume to be, you know, getting into a, a party atmosphere. But we don't really use the word merry in regular conversation, do we? We have our Christmas time. We wish one another a merry Christmas. And we have a, a, a Christmas song, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Other than that, unless we're talking about our friends back in Sherwood Forest, we don't use the word merry. But yeah, we've got those guys We've got those guys over in Sherwood Forest, Robin Hood and his merry men. And if we think that merry means happy, then we certainly picture those guys sitting around the campfire in Sherwood Forest telling dad jokes or something. And I don't think that's what was going on. The word merry does not specifically mean happy. The word Mary, at least in the way it was used then and was used in wishing people a Merry Christmas, I guess when that first came into vogue, the word Mary meant strong. Strong. So Robin Hood and his merry men was Robin Hood and his strong men or his mighty men which actually was a biblical reference. When we look back at the story of King David before he became king, uh, when he was basically an outlaw, he had a band of men that traveled with him, which were known as his mighty men or his strong men. And when he became king, he continued to have those strong men or mighty men with him as his personal guard. 
And that's what Robin Hood and his merry men are, are strong men. So why do we need to be strong at Christmas time? Well, we, we need some strength at this time of the year, don't we? It's dark. It's cold. It's crazy cold today. And it seems the more we try to plan things, the, the worse off they tend to be. Our son is at college in Chicago, going to the Art Institute of Chicago, and he was coming home, going to come home on the train. We were supposed to pick him up uh, yesterday morning originally, but they canceled the train because of the weather. But he, yeah, originally. Yeah. So so then he was he was able to reschedule so that he'd be catching the train tonight and showing up tomorrow morning. And then we just got word as we were getting ready to come here today that train got canceled. So so Robin and I are going to spend Christmas Day driving to Chicago to pick him up and bring him home for a week. It'll be worth it. But it gets dark so early. And the sun comes up so late. And it's so cold. Isn't it? We need some strength in this time of year. Which I think is why we have Christmas now. If we look at our biblical story, we see that the shepherds were tending their sheep at night out in the fields, which they don't do in the wintertime. Jesus was probably born in the spring. But honestly, I don't think we need Christmas to be any closer to Easter than it already is. But this is a time of year when we need that hope, when we need that strength, when we need that light. We have so many candles going on this time of year, don't we? It's because it's so dark outside. And every holiday that is celebrated this time of year has candles because it's so dark outside. We need that light. We need that brightness. And as we look back at the story of the birth of Christ, we see that they needed so much strength, didn't they? Let's look, for example, first of all, at Mary. An angel appears to her, and she's frightened. Did you ever notice that? The angels, the first thing they always say is, be not afraid. Angels are scary. It takes strength to stand in the presence of an angel. And here's this little girl. We often forget Mary was probably about 13 years old when this happened. It required strength for this little girl to stand in front of an angel. And then the angel brought her news, you're going to be the mother of the Son of God. And she wasn't married yet. 
So this girl who wasn't married yet is going to give birth to the Son of God. And we live in an age today where it's, it's almost normal for women to have children out of wedlock. It's almost normal today, for better or worse. In fact, I've known men who wanted to have children with the woman they were planning to marry before they got married just to make sure they could have children. I don't know what's up with that completely, but back then, back then, having a child out of wedlock could be a capital offense. They could put you to death. I mean, even for many of you back, back in your day, it just didn't happen. You just didn't do that. Mary needed to be strong. And Joseph, when the angel came to him and told him he was going to be what was going to happen to Mary, he needed to be strong as well. Scripture tells us, in fact, that he had considered just divorcing her quietly because she was going to have a child that was not his. We just don't do that. Joseph was from a respectable family, after all. But the angel came to him and told him to be strong. That he should raise this child. And he chose to be strong, and he did. But then comes the part of the story where we came to today. We all know this story. We've heard it how many times? Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem. They travel. We've, we've seen the TV specials and we've seen the artwork and we've seen the, uh, the nativity sets. And, and we know that Mary, we, we get this picture in our mind, don't we, of, of pregnant Mary riding on a donkey. Any of you women who have had children, imagine, I don't know if you've ever ridden a donkey or not, but imagine riding a donkey when you're getting ready to give birth. You had to be strong for that kind of journey. And then they arrive in Bethlehem and there's no room for them at the inn, the Bible tells us. But you know what? They didn't have inns then. Here's the truth of what happened there. They were going back to Joseph's hometown. And they really, they really didn't have inns for travel back then, I think that kind of thing got put into the Bible to, to help us understand um, what was going on. Because when we travel, we stay at a hotel or an inn, usually. 
But he's going back to his hometown. And what they would do then was they would stay with their family. If they had family in a town, they would stay with their family. But Joseph's family didn't have room for him and his pregnant wife. They knew that it wasn't Joseph's baby, but they were too polite to do anything about it. But you know what? You can stay in the barn. Stable. Some tell us that today it was, it was a cave. Instead of staying in the house. Joseph was really being rejected by his family. They had certain obligations. But they were really kind of rejecting him kind of turning him away. He had to be strong. Christmas requires strength. We see that strength in the example here. And hopefully in our faith, we have that strength today. I keep hearing about this war on Christmas and how as Christians we need to be strong because they're trying to stop Christmas from happening. I really, looking at the world, I don't see that as a problem. Okay, it doesn't say Merry Christmas on a Starbucks cup. I don't care. They tell us we're not supposed to say Merry Christmas to people today because they'll get upset. And you know what? I've never heard anybody get upset about me saying Merry Christmas to them. Have you? Has anybody ever gotten upset with you for saying Merry Christmas? People who don't believe in Jesus celebrate Christmas for goodness sake. And if the world is turning against Christmas, somebody better tell Walmart. I think they are, they are trying to upset us. And you know, there have, there have been times when I've been upset about it, but I'm not anymore. We just try to be strong at this time of year. It's dark. It's cold. Things go wrong. Things don't work out the way we hope they will or the way we want them to. But here we are. Another year. If you'll notice now, the days are going to start getting longer, little by little. 
It's still going to be cold, though. But we're on our way out of the darkness. We made it. We made it through. Because we're strong. Because we're merry. And we will continue to do so. This program has been copyrighted under the Creative Commons Attributes, non-commercial, share-alike license. If you would like to contact Colin, please feel free to email colinroberts412 at gmail.com. is over, your service may now begin. As you go from this place, have a merry, strong Christmas. Amen.